Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Every country in the world has something that is inspirational, mysterious, or sacred. And people throughout history have been attracted to these kind of places, or they have built something in areas with some kind of special power. Tonight, we continue our journey into a country that holds many mysteries. And tonight, we visit Peru. Good evening, everyone. Tonight, we're traveling to Peru. And, um, you know, Marianne and I have not really talked to each other much this week because we've both been super busy with different projects and events. Um, So we really haven't discussed which places that we're going to be researching. So I'm excited. I'm super excited, actually, to hear along with you, um, our listeners, uh, which places that um, you've picked for us, Marianne. Yeah, and, you know, Ryan, I can't wait to hear about the places you picked. (laughs) And I love doing these shows where we explore different countries of the world. And the interesting thing is that there's still so many stories and places that still puzzle us and attract us. So so why don't you go ahead, Ryan, and tell us about the places that you picked, and maybe some of our listeners will be inspired to, to go there and, and explore some more. Sure, no problem. Well, you know, and I also, I was just going to say, I also like to do shows like this because, um, you know, it kind of reminds me of when I was in school, when I was in elementary school, and we had to do book reports or research projects, and it was so much fun just to, to do the research and to explore different places without actually leaving my living room. Yeah. So I will go ahead and get us started off tonight. I have selected just one place, actually, in Peru. And I found it to be really a fascinating place. So I want to really give you a clear picture of what it's all about without uh, overloading you with, with tons of information. And sorry, let me just take off my earring. It's clicking on the phone. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just one second. Um, There you go. Of course, I had to, you know, kind of pick a strange and mysterious place because I think everybody knows by now I love a good mystery and a good conspiracy. And so the place that I researched is called Marcoasi, and it's located in the Peruvian mountains. And I have a a really funny side story here, Marianne. I don't know if I told you, but my gym instructor is from Peru. And so yesterday I was at the gym and I had to have him record himself saying Marcoasi like over and over again for me so that I wouldn't butcher the name with my American accent. (laughs) So I'm going to try my best tonight to honor the pronunciation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's lucky that your instructor is actually from Peru and could help you with that. Well, I'm sure you've made him very (laughs) proud right now, Ryan. (laughs) So I'm all excited to hear about the place. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So according to the research I did, many people who have visited this location have said that Marcoasi is known to be a strange location and have a very mysterious feeling about it. Visitors have also said that they get a just an odd feeling of energy there. And some have reported that it feels almost like it has this bizarre energy pattern or vortex. And those who have visited, and even the locals in the area, believe that the location 
is um, a location of great wizards and spirits and gods of the past. And visitors have even said that when they arrive there, they can sense the energy is a bit different. And they even get a feeling of, of euphoria just being in this location. Oh, wow. I love it. It sounds like such a place I'd want to visit. And I wonder what is making those energy vibrations feel different and special. Do do you know if there are any myths and and legends connected to that place? Mm, Yeah, there are actually, but um, I'll get into those in a minute. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the documentaries that I saw and and read about um, Marukawasi said that some, and some of them were actually done by the History Channel, or um, one was done by, I think, Ancient Aliens. And they said that you can, mm-hmm. the research said that um, that the location is not only special because of this, like, strange energy that it has, but also because of the land formations that are discovered at the top of the plateau there. Researchers that said that um, many believe that the rocks there, although at first glance, when you look at it, they look like regular stones, they, they depict something much more than just an ordinary rock formation. And many believe that if you look closer at the rocks, you'll begin to see sculptures of animals and people. And there's a famous researcher named Daniel Russo, R-U-S-S-O, who spent uh, most of his life studying this location and various sites around the world, uh, which he believed were connected to an ancient civilization that lived there, he discovered that the name Markawasi means two-story house and that it could be the name, it could be named that because of ancient structures that have been discovered in that region, in that area. And some theologians um, believe that Markawasi could be proof of an ancient um, intelligent civilization, such as another Atlantis or another lost civilization. So it's really fascinating. Oh, wow. How it's getting really mysterious. I mean, and, and fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's like the pyramids in Egypt and so many other places on Earth that have the same tag put on them, that there must have been other intelligent civilizations here before our recorded history. I mean, what other explanation could there really be, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, me, I'm, I'm also into these theories already, and, and, you know, I lean heavily towards them. But it's fascinating. So... Yeah, so what else did you find out about this, this place, Ryan? Well, I read that um, Russo, who was the researcher and the scholar, believed that the people mm-hmm. who lived in this part of the world were called the Masma, and that they were an advanced civilization that roamed all over the world, traveling to different locations, and that the Markawasi was a sculpture garden, basically, marking the Masma people and their travels. And it was sort of like a visual diary that they've created. And so then wow. the theories that are circulating around the animals that are represented in the rocks, um, tell one of the theories is, is, that, is that it tells a story and it depicts animal species from all around the world. And there are rock formations in the shape of, the, of animals such as camels and frogs, hippos, horses, and even some of the rocks depict humans from different cultures. So there's one theory that's said to be called, I'm sorry, there's one um, monument that's said to be called the Monument of Humanity, and it depicts what reporters say to be a Caucasian face on one side of the mountain, 
And then on the other side of the mountain is a Middle Eastern-looking face. Wow, so you can actually see these faces um, carved into the rock? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, oh. I, you can, but I don't know. I can't really, but <laughs> some people say they can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, it, it sounds like they must have been traveling since they had faces with different characters and from different parts of the world. And, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of Roslyn Chapel in, in Scotland, which I, I visited in 2016, um, two years ago. And it's a place that I've always wanted to go to. And then finally um, it happened two years ago. But inside the chapel, which, by the way, also holds some energy patterns and that also in places feels like vortices, you know. Um, but there are literally carvings everywhere on the pillars, around the windows and on the walls. But there are also carvings of plants and animals that were not of that area. And this chapel was made in the 1400s. And I know it's not as ancient as, as Markawasi, your, your place uh, you're talking about here. But it's just I just think it's interesting how people have traveled to, to faraway places all, all the time. Yeah, I, I find that interesting as well. And I remember you telling me mm. about your trip um, to to the chapel there, to Rosalind Chapel. It mm. was That's fascinating amazing. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to tell you some of the legends and theories um, as to what these sculptures are and how they appeared on the mountaintop um, are. So one legend that is known by the local people of Peru is that the sculptures were created by the ancient giant gods that used to live in the region. And the ancient shamanic religion of the region tells a story of this creator god Uh, And he was of the pre-Inca and Incan mythology. And he was called Tusa Veracoca, who came to Peru disguised as a man to see if the people that were living there were doing as they should be doing and behaving and following his rules and his commands. And when he arrived, he realized that the people that were there, some of them, you know, weren't actually following his orders. So... The legend goes that in order to punish them, he turned them into stone. And that's where they believe the stone um, people came from, the the sculptures of the the people there. Okay. And another theory is that Markawasi is proof of the great flood story in the Bible and and Noah's Ark, and that the sculptures depict the animals that were saved from the floods. I thought that was fascinating. Um, researchers also speculate that these sculptures um, and structures being so high up in the mountains are proof that this, that civilization actually started way up high and then later um, moved down as the water level started to recede. Wow, well, it certainly sounds very plausible, I mean, with these theories, you know, um, and also these uh, great flood stories, they, they are around the world. I mean, every almost every culture has a, a story about the, the great flood. So, um, you know, something, you know, something must have happened <laughs> at one time, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that's really interesting, Ryan. And I, I think I'm definitely going to read up uh, on more about this place. And, you know, it's uncanny, I think, how there seem to be legends around the world, even also about giants and also about how people were turned into stone. And it really makes you wonder, well, how do these legends appear? And, you know, as they say, there's no smoke without a fire. 
So there must be something behind these stories, and I just think it's super interesting. And, you know, if you're just a little bit curious, it's a, it's a great place to start playing detective on your own and from different sources to get an idea of what might have been going on in these places. And maybe we can maybe we could take up the topic of giants in another episode, actually, because there are lots of stories uh, about this as well. But super interesting site you chose, Ryan. So thank you so much for, for sharing with us. You're welcome. I enjoyed that one. Um, and, you know, that's my mysterious and sacred site <laughs> for the evening. And I know you've got some, some really cool ones as well to, to share with us. But before we do that, I just wanted to take a moment to thank our listeners that are all around the globe. And I see that um, we have quite a few new listeners as well, so we're very grateful. And we'd just like to invite you all to join us on Facebook, on our Facebook page at Inspirational Living and to check out our Instagram page and our YouTube channel as well. And if you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. So please go ahead and leave us an email at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. So, Marianne? Thank you, Ron. Yes, well, I, I chose some, some uh, three places for tonight. And, um, you know, Peru is known as the heart of the Inca Empire, with, with Cusco as its central point. But, but there were many other ancient cultures before the Incas arrived on the scene. And, you know, I read also that the Peruvians today still carry the blood of the Incas. And, and you know, it's very fascinating um, people, actually. Um, and, you know, Ryan, I've been interested in ancient Peru ever since I read the, the Tintin adventure book called <laughs> Prisoners of the Sun, which is set in Peru, actually. <laughs> And uh, you know, I heard about a lot of places by reading tin, tin books when I was uh, when I was a child, and I, I just wanted to visit all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I actually never I I know of the Tin Tin books, but I never read them as a kid. I don't think they were very popular in the USA when I was growing up. But I had a lot of friends who <laughs> went with me to the French school, and they loved the Tin Tin books. And so I remember hearing about it from them. And so that's interesting yeah. that you learned about geography from, from those books, Marianne. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I, I love it when books uh, teach us things. Yeah, I, I I really learned a lot, and you know, always fascinated with other countries. And so, you know, when I think of Peru now, I I think of the mountains and the plains and the beautiful people and their clothing and and they're walking in the high hills and you know the llamas, and of course. I think of Machu Picchu, I hope I'm saying that right, and, and the Nazca lines, you know, that you can see from, from space and uh, mm. or from above from a, an airplane. And I have to admit, I, I don't know a lot about modern Peru yet, but I'm definitely going get, to get more into it. Um, and I always like to know something about all countries in the world, and I think I'm a bit of an old-fashioned explorer like that. And, and, you know, sometimes I dive into a specific country to find out what it's all about, and, you know, I also love the movies Tomb Raider. And I just watched the last one with my oldest son in the cinema. And I just love that adventure type and finding out the truth about old myths and legends. And I don't know, do you, do you have that explorer gene in you as well, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. I certainly love uh, some history and an adventure. And I think that you and I both agree that we love a good mystery. Yeah, we we do, both of us. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, you know, always when we do these shows, I, I find it hard to choose between places, and there are just so many to choose from, and, and Peru is no exception here. So, um, 
as much as, as uh, and much like you, Ryan, I'm all for the mysterious and the sacred. So the places I've picked are all about that. So there's still lots to explore, and um, I think they're still open for final answers and conclusions. So I think I'll just get right into it. All right. And, Go ahead. Uh, I can't wait. I'll, Go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll start us off with the Paratuari Pyramids that are located deep in the Amazon jungle. And, and they were structures that were first spotted on a satellite photo, actually, in 1976. And they're spread out at an even distance. And because of the way they look from above, they're nicknamed the dots. Now, now that there are more close-up pictures of them by some brave explorers, some people compare them to recently discovered pyramids in Bosnia, here in Europe. And um, people who have ventured into the area of these Peruvian pyramid-shaped structures have also found lots of petroglyphs, so like images carved into rocks and, and paved uh, roads nearby. So something must have, is definitely there. Mm, that's so cool. How do you spell that, Marianne, the name of those pyramids? How, how do I spell it, sorry? Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? Uh, it's P-A-R-A-T-O-A-R-I, so paratoari. Okay. I think. Sorry, I'm going to write it <laughs> down so we can put it in our, um, maybe on our Instagram page. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like cool. um, it's really fascinating and, and kind of off the beaten track, right? Oh, it, it's really off the beaten track. It's it's not an easy task getting to the site. In the, in, it's in the Manu National Park, Ryan, and I've seen some YouTube videos now, and it's through steep mountainsides and river valleys, and it's all thick jungle there, so it's definitely not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> and, um, you know, I haven't really found anything about anybody being able to verify that these pyramids are actually man-made, and they haven't really been researched yet, so it's still one of the, those mysteries that we may or or may not get the answer to. I just I just wanted to mention it maybe to um, encourage some to to go out and explore. <laughs> mm, and, I, and I think it's so interesting how they were able to discover it from the satellite images. It, it kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of the, you know, the stone circles that I talked about in the, in the last episode about South Africa. I mean, oh, yeah. if it weren't for Google Earth, they, wouldn't, they probably wouldn't have made it as you know, public as it is today. Um, people have been able to discover so many things from, from Google Earth and from satellite images. So it's fascinating. Yeah. I think it's cool, too, that we can all you know, be space archaeologists here by, by looking at Google Earth images. <laughs> And, you know, I've read about many who've zoomed in on strange anomalies and discovered objects or formations that can really only be seen from above. So, And all over the globe, these have been found by, by people who enjoy researching our planet. There's another legendary ancient place, and it's the City of Gold, which the indigenous people call Paititi. And it also has not been found in modern times. And uh, many foreigners have tried to search for this city of gold. But as far as I've read, with, with no luck. And Paititi is allegedly located somewhere northeast of Machu Picchu. And the Paititi legend in Peru revolves around the story of the culture hero Inkari, who, after he had found Cairo and Cusco, retreated toward the jungles of Pantiacola. Or Koya, um, to live out the rest of his days in this uh, refuge city of Paititi. Uh, there's another version also of the story that it was supposedly the last stronghold of the Incas, trying their best to hide from the from the Spanish invaders, you know, the, the conquistadors. 
And there are also some conspiracy theories connected to this place, as some maintain that the location has been kept secret on purpose. Um, and there have been many expeditions in search of Paititi in the last hundred years, but all supposedly with, with no luck on, of finding it. I mean, some Inca relics were found, but, but the place itself was not found, has not been found. Oh, that's so cool. I bet we should just pack up our bags and go looking for this gold city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it reminds so me of like the Indiana Jones movies and it's very oh, um, exactly. adventurous and mysterious. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not as, as uh, you know, maybe as romantic as in the Indiana Jones movies, but <laughs> not as glamorous. Not exciting. <laughs> no, not as glamorous exactly. <laughs> um I just wanted to get another place in here tonight, um, another place of great mystery as well, and it's called Amaru Muru, and it is located on Lake Titicaca, and it's a huge rock that has a big area of it that has been smoothed out, and then an alcove, or what looks like a doorway, has been carved into it, and this alcove can fit two people standing up and, and holding out their arms. And what's even more mysterious is that there are many more many, many stories surrounding this huge rock and that the smooth area with, uh, which has a doorway. And locals call it the gate of the gods. And stories suggest that it is in fact a stargate or a portal to another dimension or other dimensions. And it's said that tall men um, have gone in and out of it carrying what looks like glowing balls of light. And I don't know about you, Ryan, but I've seen orbs on my own photos and they do, in fact, look like glowing balls. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to argue one way or the other uh, about Arawumuri. I haven't researched that much about it. But, you know, um, you never know. It's, uh, it's uh, like with other mysteries, sometimes they just stay a mystery. Mm, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so interesting. And, you know, Marianne, I read that um, when I was doing the research for Marco, Marco, I always say it wrong, Marco Wasi. Um, that um, there had that it's also known for having strange glowing balls of light there as well. So I mean, it doesn't surprise me. It seems like Peru is full of a fascinating energy there. So yeah, it really does. Um, and I, I think we'd like to leave it to our listeners also to share their stories of a similar similar nature of uh, or other types of mysterious experiences that they've had. So if if any of you out there would like to share your stories with us, please do. And uh, it can be from Peru or any other place that you'd like to share with us. And we'd always love to hear from you. And, and we welcome your stories and, and comments on our shows. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I like that. You know, I was just speaking um, with a friend the other day, and she's traveled quite a bit in South America. And she was saying that she uh, explored Peru on her own as well, and that some of her friends went exploring, and they went off in different directions and, and looked at different places. Um, but she said it was fantastic. And so, I mean, I just love sitting and listening to, to all the stories of travels like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have uh, do you have friends that have traveled to – you? I think you have a friend who lives in Peru, don't you, Marianne? Uh, no, I have a friend in – a very dear friend who lives in Costa Rica, but I, I, I don't know anyone in Peru. Uh, I know some I who have traveled to Peru. Um, yeah, no, she's in, in Costa Rica. Um, I know people who have traveled to Peru, and I've, I've always been fascinated with this. And, you know, I've, I've read, I don't know if you know about this um, 
German explorer called Eric von Däniken, who who was uh, also interested in the Nazca lines. You know, all these lines that have, uh, when you see them from a plane above, you can see different animals like a spider and a monkey mm-hmm. and uh, uh, hummingbirds. And I don't know, there are lots of uh, formations on the ground that you can only see them from above. And he, he's a, an explorer who's really into uh, the, the ancient alien theory and, you know, uh, that, that people from other civilizations, um, planets even have, have visited Earth. And, and he's very into uh, these, uh, the, the Nazca lines. And I think there's also another uh, place in Peru with some walls that have been put up, um, lots of stones that have been carved, or it looks like they've been melted and then put together. And you can't even fit a piece of paper in between them, just, you know, much like the pyramids in, in Giza. And he's saying also, Eric von Däniken, that, that this could also only be some somebody who's had some kind of ancient um, tools or technology that, that we don't even know about today. So, And it's all in Peru as well. And um, so definitely I think Peru is, is really fascinating and, and uh, maybe lots more to explore. Oh, definitely lots. Yeah, more. oh, there's so much more. I mean, there's much more that mm-hmm. I was um, finding even on the Internet. And I thought it just gets even more mysterious as I go. So it just looks like a fascinating, and of course the people and the culture itself is just absolutely yes. looks amazing. I'd love to visit one it day. It does. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, I think we're, um, we're heading, we're running out of time. So I just wanted to say, we hope you guys have enjoyed visiting Peru with us. We've explored a few interesting and mysterious and sacred places there. And, um, you know, if you're feeling more inquisitive, go ahead and, and search some of these sites on the Internet. And there are some really fascinating YouTube videos as well um, for you to check out. But, uh, and I think we'll put some of those up on our, on our YouTube channel. What do you think, Marianne? Yeah, great idea, Ryan. Great idea. So, um, so with that, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll sign off for now. And, and thank you, everybody, for staying with us. And we'll leave you with our rumor quote, as usual. The inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Good night, everyone.